0: strength and mobility and improving your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork because we are meant to climb, to dance to soar, to thrive choose to move choose physical therapy visit ChoosePT.com
1: Broadcasters are looking for the best of the best. Announcing the 2022 LAB Broadcast Scholarship Program, two $2,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana broadcasting students. For complete details, please call 1 800 364 7260 or go to broadcasters.org. Deadline for entries January 28, 2022. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters Scholarship Program, good for you, good for us, great for
2: Louisiana.
3: An accident with
4: an 18-wheeler can cause king-sized problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will seek king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've
2: been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING.
4: You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover
2: with Gus Kattengill.
4: Hello, sports fans.
2: Whoa, hello there. Local sports, national sports, the GCAT has got you covered.
3: Oh, you made a wise choice,
2: my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. You
1: know, Jordan just sent me something pretty unbelievable. Can you send that to the graph and Daniel Salerson who are part of NBA teams? I need to know clarification before I bring it up. For sure. Is that allowed by the official? I don't... I have seen some officials try to take over games. That, to me, is absolutely ridiculous, by the way. And I'll explain all of that in a matter of seconds.
2: Uh oh! Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? It's Hump Day. Hump Day. I know you can hear me. Let's <laughs>
4: stupid. A Today's a more of that, what, that Camel Wednesday, Hump
1: Day, it is. Shot Gina Vision on the ground and Coach Sean of the Payton. It's just Cotton Jordan Clee there. Sports Hangover an hour, number two. Chris Blair will preview Tigers and Gators coming up at 6 o'clock. You can watch it on ESPN2 tonight. Tigers ranked 12th in the country.
0: And to all the ladies, peace and forever.
1: Up there from Fun Row, Louisiana. Sean Fox, Sports Talk 98.7 or something like that. I don't know. I still don't even know the name of the show. We'll see how he's feeling. Remember, the beginning of the season... We had Saints fans prepare themselves with plastic bags, not paper. Team finishing nine and eights. More wins than losses, but out of the playoffs. We continue to break that down here a little bit. Jordan, you know what day tomorrow is, huh? Thursday. Yep. Bus day. Scott evaluates. Then it's time to, I don't know, are we filling up a bus? I, I, don't, I don't
3: think we're filling up a bus.
1: I mean, the year that Roman Harper and Jenkins, we, we, we needed like a hotard. We needed a hotard, you know, one of those big old buses. I don't, I don't know if we need any more than a short bus. To be honest with you, you think we need a full size bus? Maybe a taxi, just a taxi
3: out of here. Wow, really? A taxi? If you're allowed to sit in the front seats, so we only need four spots, you re- you think that's all you're, you're you're shipping out of town? Four? Well, like four players, obvious, like. I'm okay. just thinking right. the obvious.
1: you got to do your homework tonight then, right? You got to think about it. We got to evaluate all the positions. We got to do all those different aspects of it. Uh, we've talked about the Pelicans. 128, 125 victory. We're going to get into that here in a quick second, but last night, I mean, you sent me this, so I got to talk about it. Have we heard from the graph for Daniel yet?
3: I have not seen anything from, from the Let's graph for Daniel.
1: Um, so last night, Suns and Raptors are playing. Remember, the Pels were just there Sunday and there's nobody there. Don't get me started. Right? I mean, nobody there. Because Canada, you know, whatever. So there's nobody there. And in terms of fans. So, <clears throat> 8.5 or 6.5 left. Toronto trails by one. 93-92. 94-92.
3: 90,
1: okay. No, it's 93-92. Oh, Devin
3: there's...
1: Booker had not shot the, the first free throw yet. You're ahead of the game. He's at the free throw line. Devin Booker. Listen to what happens here.
2: 87.8%, 12-16 to tonight collectively as a team, 4-6, and the first one is good. Okay,
4: now if you have Monty Williams here, if Booker makes the second free Booker, throw.
2: By the way, Booker's complaining about the Raptor, the lone fan
5: that's
4: there. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, one, the Raptor, on, Raptor, he's been sent away, Aaron Smith sent him away. Come on, I mean, man. there's nobody in the gym. That ain't right.
0: Come and on, you played,
4: <laughs> you played Kentucky in the SEC. You know, they're not going crazy when you play Louisville. Well, or, imagine a super fan was there, right? Someone's
1: around, has a towel going and I cannot believe that. Devin Booker couldn't stand the Toronto Raptor mascot jumping up and down behind the goalpost or behind the, the backboard. And the official moved the mascot. I put him in timeout. There's literally no one at the arena. I, I first off, Phoenix is the visitor. <laughs> I, I am, I am amazingly confused right now. Is that allowed? Like, I could understand if, like, the mascot, which by the way they can't speak, is yelling obscenities or grabbing his junk. He's he's literally jumping up and down with
3: two arms. He's he's a he's a velociraptor in the bubble. Didn't they didn't they have the noise <laughs> right? from the whole team? Right? <laughs> it's, it's, wait wait a minute! I've
1: never seen this before. Like you you can request the official to shush the crowd because that's essentially what Devin Booker just did. He requested the official to remove somebody in his line of sight that would disrupt him from.
3: Making a free throw. I think he just made the worst decision of the year because now every single mascot I, I, is going to be I'm behind being the goal.
1: Serious. That official should not only be fined; he should be probably fired. At the very least, fined. Oh, I'm. I'm sorry, Devin. Is that bothering you? Okay, here. Let me. Let me make sure. Hey, whew, Raptor guy, get get out of the way. Devin, I'm. See, I, I'm shocked. I'm serious. Like, I'm. Am I the only one thinking that that is absurd? Cause you know what, Jordan's the mascot today. It's another fan with thundersticks tomorrow. I've never seen anything like that. If I'm the Raptors head coach, I'm like, "What are you? What what are you doing? I want him to miss it. (laughs) We're only up one. We almost
3: missed the second one.
1: Right? I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I. I. I've never seen an official remove something from the back again. That is not vulgar or you know, laser in your eyes. That kind of stuff. I understand. It's a guy in a Velociraptor suit, jumping. He was just jumping, and he's like, he's not like on the baseboard. I mean, my he's guy like played in the, the NBA net.
3: Finals last year. Get over yourself, dude.
1: He he's like in between the front row seats and the back of the expansion. Like he's not he's not on the baseboard. You know what I'm saying? I'm I am I am I am absolutely flabbergasted right now. I cannot I cannot believe that an official is allowed. To remove something from the site that, again, would be a real distraction. If, 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 I mean, you're allowed to. I mean, I, I, I can't, unless there's a rule. I don't know. No, there's, there I don't can't know. There be a rule. Google it. Is there a rule that a team's mascot, like fans can be behind the goal post and, you know, the goal and, uh, the backboard. Why do I keep calling it goal? And then, you know, I, I just, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm at an absolute loss. They literally removed. And when I say removed, they told me to get out the way and go into the corner. I mean, the the raptor, the dinosaur goes into the, the sideline essentially, away from his field division. There's no one in the stands. No one. There's not a fan. I, I Booker was,
3: said after the game, it worked. I'm glad to be shooting it without him down there. We play shooting games all the time, every day, and my teammates do the same thing, and I complain then. Exactly. That's just me. Okay.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I, I cannot believe that the official did that. The official should have been like, shoot the basketball, Devin. I, I cannot believe that.
3: I've ranted way too long on this, by the way. Gus, get, Gus, get out of here. This is, yeah, this is on your show. Get out of of, of here. (laughs) Get out (laughs) of (laughs) here. (laughs) You're bothering my entire team.
1: I cannot believe that. Retweet that and tell me, do you think that Devin, do you think this should have happened? Retweet that video because I cannot... That guy should be fined. That guy's officiating games. That guy. I guarantee you that's not allowed. There's no way an official, unless it's deemed, again, inappropriate, harmful to the basketball player, right? Right? lasers like, you know, you know the, i'm throwing something some fans
3: like threaten people right. or like say i like, mean one of like things. one
1: of the things that duke is the guy that remember like the michael phelps joined what, what what university is it ucla it's one of those where like the swimmers or you have a group of students wear speedos
3: oh what's, wait you
1: know what i'm talking about they I wear exactly like the swimming hat about. and the goggles and all of that 800 <laughs> try to get to your phone calls here in a quick second I mean, it's, it's nuts that, you know, this is allowed. I, I cannot believe that's allowed. Again, barring something that makes sense, right? You know, I mean, I understand that, but the team mascot in a environment where you don't have fans, I cannot believe that the official turnaround said, get out of the way. So the visiting team guy can shoot. Again, and this is crucial. It's 6.5 to play when Booker goes to the free throw line. And they're up 93-92. You think they matter? Cajun Goat, you got about two minutes. What you got?
5: Yeah, well,
6: Gus, you know, you're trying to put a high priority on officiating, and obviously the NBA doesn't do that. You watched our game last night. That was some horrible calls last night in our game. So you trying, you know, you got guys running games that that haven't been doing a good job all season. So they think they own the game and uh, they're going to tell you what's what the whole game. So that's something you deal with in the NBA. And uh, glad to see that the Pelicans can overcome that and they're starting to overcome things like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But the thing I really caught about was that caller you had before. If I hear one more person say that Sean Payton wants to be a coach of the Giants or the Cowboys. I'm going to barf all over the place, man. This guy's got the best job in the mm. world. Why would you leave the best job in the world to go to a headache? I don't understand, Gus. What is people's analogy of wanting to say that Sean Payton wants to leave this thing?
1: Dude, it's, it's the whole, it's the whole thing that we've had to deal with here in New Orleans for years, no matter what, right? It's the bigger market, the lore of the bigger market, the lore of being able to say I'm the coach or so. I'm telling you already the fact that you're seeing his name, you know, mentioned here and there by a guy or two. I've already told you a a raise and an extension is coming. I
3: put it up two days ago.
1: (laughs) That's what that's about. I mean, and again, as I mentioned, the New York Giants yesterday fired their third coach. In the last six years, that's lasted two seasons or less. The Dallas Cowboys, who won 12 games, literally have segments about them on the national media and national shows about how Mike McCarthy's the reason they're not winning the Super Bowl. Dak Prescott, the owner, calls him in a slump. They're a 12-win team. Like, I'm telling you, I'm not saying it, you know. He wouldn't, but I would be done if he left what he has here for those two
6: and and i I feel like the organization the pelicans and the saints have probably one of the best ownership right. in the in in all of all of sports because this lady if you're good to her and you can put out a winning product out on the court uh this lady will stand behind you 100 percent of whatever it is you need to get done you know uh so that that I never understand and I don't think national media even knows anything about that. But on the same sense, Gus, y'all had a great conversation about Zion and I, I think you're right. You don't even think about Zion when these games are going on now. The uh, the Pelicans are playing so well and I think their identity as far as the identity of this team, it's gonna be defense. Uh when you when your rookie is your identity right now, Herb Jones. Uh, that, that identity is defense. Okay. And I think Alvarado, uh, Alvarado is playing well, but I like to call him, uh, Jose Catangil. Jose, mm-hmm. Jose Catangil out there is killing it.
0: Jose. He's doing a
6: great like job, it. short uh-huh. guy, running around the floor, playing great defense, and the shots starting to fall, Gus. The shots starting to fall.
1: Yeah. And, and Cajun go. I think you're, you're seeing this team just, you know, is taking the steps, man, and I love hearing, after a game from Willie and everybody else, man. Appreciate the phone call. We'll talk a little bit more about this, and we'll play some more locker room sound coming up here after we – um in hour three, we have no guests, so we'll get into that a lot more.
3: The monster yeah. over on Twitter said, it sh- yes, it should definitely be allowed in other – it should be allowed. It well, should
1: be allowed? You can remove people out the
3: way? I, and I responded to him on Twitter, why? It happens in every other arena.
1: I have no – I'm telling you, I – I'm at a loss. I need an official. If you're listening out there and you're a basketball official, high school, college, whatever, can you please call in at some point? Tell Buddy you you, you want to know, or you can. Again, I'm not saying barring lasers, you know, I'm flashing a body part I shouldn't. I, but a mascot jumping. Hmm. Sean Fox next on ESPN New Orleans. Hey, 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 no all life is today, there's just one thing that I got to say, I won't let another moment
4: slip away, I
1: say, hey, hey, hey. On August 29th, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same.
6: At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery.
0: If you think your insurance company isn't treating
1: you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985 446
6: I'm Matt Ori, And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage.
2: When you're sick, you want to be close to home. World-class medicine doesn't require a trip to the city because the best care is close to home at Thibodeau Regional. We're continually adding new services, and our team of physicians has grown to more than 250.
1: That's a lot of doctors.
2: More doctors, more services, treating more conditions.
1: And keeping more families healthy
2: world-class medicine right here close to home at thibodeau regional advanced eye institute and cutoff is your hometown eye care provider dr darby chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere for the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses. Call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Cattingill.
1: You know what? Sean Fox from Sports Talk up in uh, Fun Row. I could see you in a mask. Have you ever donned a mascot at a, at you a game? You have, I have. I have. I was the cool daddy for Cool 95.7 back when I started my radio career. Sean, have you been a mascot?
4: I Have I been a mascot? No. Um, the closest I guess I could be to being a mascot was, uh, you know, I, everybody, yes, I'm up here in front of her, but I am from down there. Um, one year I got talked into holding the flag for a dance company on a parade route
3: mm. with a
4: mm. pink sweater on. Mm. Yeah, i you was like, look at a breast
3: cancer well,
1: awareness month. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you know.
4: I don't know, man. It's kind of embarrassing for a 12-year-old to march in a pink sweatshirt with a bunch of drunks. It was. I've had better moments, to be honest. <laughs> That's the closest I've been to being a mask
1: You know guy. what? That, that explains a lot, actually, now. Now, now yeah. I maybe I'm starting yeah. to understand a little bit more when I come on your sure, show. Through the
4: day it started, yeah. The reason
1: I'm asking is, I don't know if you've seen it. I'm literally about to tweet this out here as well. Did you see, sorry my mic will not stay where it is to Booker. be? Yes. Like is that legal? Like is that allowed? Can you ask coach? Can you text coach while we're talking? Can coach tell us? I I I can't believe an official is allowed to shoo something out of the way that isn't what? deemed like harmful. Like I get laser lights, you know, flashing a body part or something. I I get that. But because someone's jumping up and down behind the goal,
4: I know a Raptor is terrifying in theory. Um, <laughs> I get it. But this this gives me a brilliant idea. Uh, the Raptor, again, is scary. There's no more terrifying mascot in the league than the King Cake Baby. Yeah. Uh, although I guess it's the unef- – like, so King Cake Baby, and I don't know if the Suns – I don't have the schedule up in front of me. Suns mm-hmm. play uh, in New Orleans during Mardi Gras season. I don't really care. King Cake Baby, whenever Phoenix comes to town, needs to make special appearances. And every time that Phoenix is on the bench, he needs to stand as close to Devin Booker as humanly possible because clearly my man's got a phobia.
1: Uh, But you understand what he said. That's my only
4: explanation. He
1: said after the game. That he complains about his teammates doing this during shooting competition games. So this was just him. He wanted to focus and not have anybody distracted. I mean, that's a home. But game. That's home. That's, that's, practice, what, I, a, that's uh, what I'm yeah. talking about. Right? I'm like, that's literally like you remember when the NFL tried to do the old, you know, uh, please keep the noise down. Remember, and then the team yeah. got assessed the yeah. penalty for being too not, loud.
4: And, but the thing is, like, it's, it's not like the raptor is yelling or roaring uh, at him because that's. That's a bad name. He it doesn't is, bad talk! Right? You don't exactly. talk, so basically Aww. he's just flailing, dancing around like Barney, and clearly he can't right? handle it. The next right. time
3: we play Phoenix is at Phoenix, so hopefully we can, we can see if Dude, the Pelicans could bring the, the baby with baby. The gorilla
1: at Phoenix started the mascot craze at the B. Yeah. Like, he, he is the guy. He's the godfather of, like, massive mascots. I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, anyway, I've gone on way too long on this. Um, I
4: did not expect to talk about dinosaurs today, but I'm so glad that we did.
1: Well, I like the Velociraptor, too, if I had to pick one, you know.
4: He's... It, is a, it is a fierce beast.
1: Quick. Yeah. All right, so quick, you know, ferocious. They work in teams, you know, they're good. Anyway. Um,
4: Nothing you knew anything about.
1: Yeah, not right. at all. So yeah. the Saints season came to an end. Describe the environment around Fox or the Fox household. Because I, I, I was going to say that. I don't know what you watched. Right, I a watched last... it at home. Okay, so what were you like? say five minutes on in the Saints game and then seeing the 49ers come back to tie and then eventually win what was this like describe it
4: well there was a there was a good portion of the I spent most of Sunday feeling pretty good probably like the rest I'm like this is gonna happen like we're we're actually gonna pull this off and go to the postseason um but there was a moment when like when we knew the Saints were definitely going to win. And, and let's be honest, like like everybody else, I had just the Saints game on, but when we go to commercial break, I switch over to the red zone, and the thing that stood out to me was if I am a Rams fan, and no, know many don't exist, and that was clear in the stadium, I'm absolutely embarrassed, embarrassed that another team, your rival, could come into your stadium and take over like that, and that is what stood out to me. When I when I turned it over there and that thing got juicy and I hear the Rams on offense and they could barely hear, I was like, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. And I kind of had a feeling once it got to overtime, it's staffer time, and eventually he was going to blow it.
1: You of all people would know, right? Watch yeah. Louisiana Tech football. Like, you, know, you I know, know. everybody knows
4: disappointment in the end, it's
1: me. I was going to say you knew that feeling all too well coming. Um, we asked yesterday offensive and defensive MVP on offense and defense. Who would you say? I had a Debo on the defensive side and I had Callaway, almost a, you know, 700 yards total. Could not make the case of an argument. He could have had a thousand, but those Terrible. are my two offensive and defensive MVPs. Who are yours
4: on the game or the season? Season. Y'all quit drug testing. I see. Um, the easy – the offense is easy. It's Kamara. He was a one-man army. I mean, you take AK out of the lineup, they never won a football game. Sure. So that that's all you need to know. He, he's the MVP. I think Callaway's proved he's an NFL player. He could be your third or fourth best receiver. But as far as MVP, it, it's AK. I don't know that's the obvious answer. If I'm going for somebody outside of him, gosh, I'm not going to fight you on the Callaway thing. That's probably the right answer there. Um, defensively, I think you've got so – many options. I think Marcus Williams showed, and I know people get PTSD when they hear that name because of the miracle, yeah. he's one of the best safeties, if not the best safety, in the NFL. I thought Malcolm Jenkins found the fountain of youth this year. I think Demario Davis is the, still the most underrated player in the league. Davenport when healthy, is a beast. I thought Lattimore, start to finish, had his best season. Because usually he, he has three or four games a year where you're like, what the hell are you doing? I can only count one this year where I was like, he had a bad game. That was it. Um, Cam Jordan, what about the end of that year? But, for Gus, for me, he started as just the guy who runs his mouth, and it was more psychological than anything. But I firmly believe Chauncey Garner-Johnson is the straw that stirs. We talk about the juice boys. I think mm-hmm. he's the star- straw that stirs that drink. I think he's the defensive MVP.
1: I'm sorry, I am paying attention, but I just, I just found a better look. You're
4: still thinking of a Velociraptor? No, I, get it. I just, I, get it. I just
1: found a better video. He literally jumps a half an inch. Maybe, maybe. So maybe, maybe it's, it's, maybe it's a, a, it's a he, jumped, he jumped right when Booker shot. I mean, his I, I foot, think he's his doing what barely, he's supposed to be doing. He is literally is representing into That's how. That's what you Is, is it a paw? Is it a foot? Like, I guess it's a paw. What? What is a? What is the the feet? Of a dinosaur,
5: dinosaur foot. Okay, I don't know. Dinosaur well, I'm, I'm asking foot. because, I mean, because like, my, listen, my 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 dog's I'm not Dr. Dr. Grant a, oh, over here. I'm, I'm not a asking. paleontologist.
4: Okay, <laughs> I just, just know they move you. in herds. They do right. move in herds. <laughs> they do yeah, move
1: in herds. or is it packs? It's herds, right?
4: Herds. Come on, dude.
1: I am just remember, I do know from, uh you know, subsequent Jurassic oh, Park scientifically, movies, they, they flock because the they're like birds. Scientifically,
3: mm-hmm. the term for a foot is pest, pes, P-E-S? Mm-hmm. For a dinosaur? Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, anyway, everybody knew
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> look, uh, we need more time, and we're going to go into your biggest questions and all that. We'll do that next Wednesday since Sean said he hasn't evaluated anything yet. But I just wanted to get your, your end on that. Um I, I opened the show... Excuse me, by saying, I think we're about, we're starting or approaching a new phase this season of Pelicans basketball. The buy-in phase, we had that, the awful phase, the beginning one and nine. Um, and I almost feel like we're about to get into this phase where the Pel- when, when, when people reference, speak of, or watch the Pelicans, no one's thinking of Zion right now. Does that make sense? You understand what I'm saying? Like it, the identity right. is, is, it's Willie and his guys, or this team, and we're tuning in to see players on this team and see what Willie can do with these guys against these teams. Like you're not even thinking about it. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean?
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I completely know what you mean, and there's a, there's a reason that the Pelicans originally were scheduled to be on so many national televised games was mostly because of one player. I understand, and that is that's who you're referring to. And I think we all still wait for that to happen. But I think while we've been Waiting for Zion the last two seasons, we've been missing what's been happening right in front of us, and that's been the play of Brandon Ingram. And um he he might not step out on the marquee like a Zion is is that one name is like Zion. Like Brandon Ingram doesn't doesn't just roll off the tongue like that. But he's he the the player he started with coming out of the league at Duke to the LA Lakers is a completely different player. He's so much more well rounded. I think he is one of the best players in the NBA, and he's not going to get to the All-Star game every single year for various reasons. We'll get to talk about market size, and how the NBA favors certain franchises and things like that. But he just because he's not an All-Star doesn't mean he hasn't played like one. And while I still can't wait for Zion to get back, I'm going to start appreciating what I can see, and that's Ingram. Yeah. As
5: eloquent
4: as you can get.
1: No, it was really good. I, I, we that's have a, a p- follow-up that's, there. That's a pass. That's a pass
4: right there. This is
1: why you have an occasional show uh, during the weekday. You
5: know?
4: I, hey, hey, check this out. I just found out tomorrow it's two hours long, so you know, I got that good one
5: <laughs> for me. I'm
4: like, oh, like I for said, women's basketball I, again.
1: I'm <laughs> telling you, I don't do this to poke fun at you. I legitimately don't know when I'm – oh, by the way, don't worry about me on Friday. Oh, no, where are you going? Uh, I will be in Dallas.
0: Mm, we'll get there me, in the afternoon. Really? Where are you um, going?
1: Um, I can pretty much assure you where I will be at 5 p.m. Jordan knows where I, know I will exactly be. I know exactly where he will be. And uh, I'm not going to answer the phone.
4: I didn't think they closed, I don't think they open till 8. No. you
1: know talking about the shoe show, right? Oh, no. No. Going to a bar.
4: So the bar. bar. It doubles as a bar at some places. They charge
1: you for. It for no, a no, no, life. no, no, no. It it is no. Better watch no, out for that. Omicron. No, it is no. It is not a. Who's the NBA player that likes to go get chicken wings? Oh, Magic. City? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, this is this is not that. Kind. <laughs> I love no. how you
4: I love how you preface it with duh.
1: <laughs> no, this is not. This is not like that. I'm just letting Magic you know. I, I will yeah. p- probably not want to answer the phone. So. I'll text well, Gus, you. I'll, just, I'll text uh, you. i just, no, I'll no, don't
4: worry. You, I've right. got the Georgia AD lined up. No worries.
1: Call Jordan. You know, Jordan will yeah. come on on Friday. Yeah. Jordan, Not I didn't on. say
4: Jordan. I got the Georgia. Oh, Georgia wow. AD lined up instead. So, yeah. Oh.
1: Well,
5: well, this little old yeah.
1: show in Monroe. Just, That's it. You know, making things happen. I'll send you the link to where I'm going and you'll understand. That's Sean Fox. <laughs> As always, we appreciate say the time on yes. Sports Talk 97. <laughs> Send them in, Alright. At Fox4 Sports Talk on Twitter. See you, amigo. Thank you. Next, Chris Blair, LSU
3: Titans.
2: Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dashboard light problems, we can help. Our free fix finder service can read your check engine light, ABS light, and service indicator light, and give you possible solutions verified by licensed technicians. You'll even get detailed results sent straight to your email so you have them when you need it most. It's the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. The free fix finder service, only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. More details at AutoZone.com.
0: Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad.
2: and my mom knew not to ask. So dad buried himself in work and self-medicated and would lose his temper sometimes. Loud noises would put him on edge. It got rough, so I finally said to him, dad, you gotta get help. As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern, but help is available. Dad finally went to VA for one-on-one and group therapy and got some really great tools to help him manage things. And I got my dad back. Hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. <laughs>
1: 800-998-1003. Trying to get a hold of Chris Blair here. In the meantime, might open up some time. Again, if you're an official. I saw some calls come in. I don't know. Is there a basketball official that can explain it to me? I'm not letting go of this, by the way. I can't let it go, Jordan.
3: Well, you know what? The next time the Pelicans are in a key situation mm-hmm. to knock down a couple free throws in the clutch, right? they better clear out the whole section of fans Okay, it better be the parting of the red sea okay
1: i just i can't for the life of me understand this
3: you we're going on 35 minutes now talking about that.
1: okay have you seen the look though the second look
3: i have not i don't think you sent that one to me
1: you don't think i've sent this one to you um here i'm just gonna show it to you there it is right there watch
3: Oh, he barely jumps. That's like, That's, what I'm that's like my vertical. Yeah. Barely get off the ground.
1: Literally. That's it. I mean, he, what was that? A half a foot? Oh, the flailing, Not even half The
3: flailing foot. of the arms might have been more.
1: <laughs> that was the most distracting thing ever. Again, the Raptors are down one point. Devin Booker to the line for two. 6.5 to play. The visitor, Devin Booker. Uncomfy. With a man in a dinosaur costume jumping behind the backboard,
3: (laughs) I wonder if he if the official moves him because it's Devin Booker.
1: I'm just I I don't think he's still allowed to do that though. I just think some
3: other random Joe blow off the bench. Come on, it's got to be a
1: basketball official here. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. If you've ever officiated a basketball game, now here we go. I see the line ringing. It's either Chris Blair an official. Come on, oh. What, what happened? <laughs> Try again. 800-998-1003. I, I just, again, I, I'm just dumbfounded by um what's going on. Brandon Ingram did knock down the <laughs> game-winning shot, though, last night. In case you hadn't heard it. Here is the graph, and JD Game tied at 125 apiece. Pop fake. Bounce feed to Jonas. Up top, B.I. Straightaway
5: three. Good! Bucket! Bucket! Good! Rumble,
2: young man! Three-tenths of a second left. Inbound Beverly. Half-court shot. No good! Ball game!
5: Not all heroes wear cakes, my friend. Some of them wear number 14.
1: Brandon Ingram. With the biggest bucket... This season, nothing but twine from 27 feet, and the Pelicans win at 128-125. Here's the graph with the call There is the Pels win 128-125. I don't know Uh if the PMAC had that kind of energy for sure. It seems surely uh allowed when they beat Kentucky there to end with the Flurry Tigers facing the Gators Tonight at 6 o'clock over in Gainesville, voice of the LSU Fighting Tigers, Mr. Chris Blair joins us now at LSU Tigers Voice. Chris, good afternoon. How are you?
5: Hey, what's up, guys? I tell you what, it's great to follow the, the great screaming, dulcet tones of, of <laughs> Todd Drapanini. Boy, I, I can't miss that voice anyway.
1: You know, we talked about it, man, because obviously that excitement, you're going back and forth, and you know, Anthony Edwards is knocking down threes, and you know your guys are trying to respond. It's almost sort of like what you've seen with LSU basketball last couple of games. There, you said it when when we talked before that Auburn game. Tough place to play. That environment can get to you. And then they follow it up with a an incredible win against Kentucky, sixty five sixty. Then go to Tennessee, another ranked team, eighteenth at the time, win seventy nine sixty seven. How do how would you describe the way Will Wade's teams responded after the, that loss at Auburn?
5: Oh, I think they responded, you know, exactly the way the coach wanted to. And, you know, I think, you know, going into the game tonight, which I know we're going to talk about, it's going to be another hostile environment. I mean, not only is the exact tech arena, as I like to call it, the O'Connell Center, always a pretty tough place to play. As you can imagine, Florida fans get fired up when the Purple and Gold walk in there. So it will be a little similar to what it was like at Auburn Arena. And one of the things Coach Wade told me just a moment ago had a chance to visit with him here at the hotel. He said, you know, we've got to learn from the mistakes we made. The atmosphere at Auburn, especially early in that game, took us completely out of our game plan. You know, they attempted, I think, 13 threes in the first 18 shots, which, you know, let's face it, this team is not a three-point shooting team. Um, they got away from what they do best. So he's hoping that tonight, you know, they kind of learn their lesson to get locked in, separate what's inside the line to what's outside the line. And as loud as it gets, as hostile as it gets, you still have to be the team you are. So I think that's probably the the biggest takeaway he had, uh, and I certainly agree with him. You know, being right there with the fans on top of you uh, at Auburn. So hopefully, you know, again, you got to make shots, but that's not the type of offense LSU runs. And he really felt like that atmosphere and getting down early forced them to kind of panic and get away from their bread and butter. So. Um, you know, that, that's something they have talked about in detail over the last mm-hmm. couple of days.
1: Chris, when when you look at those two wins there as well, I think one of the things that you see is some of the things that help LSU start, you know, the season the way they did. We've talked about it several times that they really are a defensive-minded team. They like that defense. And you saw, even in Kentucky or Tennessee, if the opposing team gets on a quick one or, or down quickly, I mean, LSU has the ability because of that defense to go on a quick 7-0 spur, 5-2, you know, 8-3, something like that, that can turn the tide in the game.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we saw it twice in particular in the Tennessee game where, you know, in the first half it was getting close and then suddenly a turnover in a bucket, a turnover in a bucket, and what was a one-point lead went to six, went to eight, went to nine in the blink of an eye. And then late in the game, give Tennessee some credit, they cut the game late to a five-point lead, You had a great defensive play by Eric Gaines on the block shot from behind, left one second on the shot clock. The inbounds for Tennessee is then stolen. It turns into a break. And you had a number of quick turnovers and baskets at the other end. Um, And that's key for LSU. And, you know, Coach Will Wade says it all the time. Defense will travel. Um, You obviously don't want to dig a big hole for yourself on the road. But as opposed to in years past where – the lack of offensive production impacted the defense doesn't happen with this team. I mean, they continue to be tenacious. They continue to contest every dribble and every shot, every pass, even if their shot's not going down early. Uh, And to me, that's the biggest standout characteristic of this year's LSU team, as opposed to some of the really good teams that coaches had over the last four seasons.
1: I want to say, Chris, you told me in one of those games, uh, what was it first? Auburn, right? You gave me a point total. Wasn't it 70 is what you told me, the point total?
5: Yeah, it was 70, and I guess yeah. you remember the final score. Auburn scored 70. Exactly so yeah, right. We're it, was much, it was pretty much on point. We needed 71.
1: I bring that up because when I look at the breakdown here on ESPN, it says Florida's 0-5 this year when it allows 69 points or more. 9-0. and when allowing them 69 points or less. So is 69 the number tonight?
5: I think so. Yeah, you, know, you know, I just got back from shoot around with the team. And, you know, again, as I said earlier, Coach Wade and the staff really harping on, we have to do what we do effectively. We can't get caught up with eye candy. We can't get caught up with, well, I'm open for three. I'm going to take the shot. There's such a thing, and Coach says it all the time, as a good three-point shot. And in Will Wade's book, it's with dribble penetration and a kick out to the corner or a kick out to the wing, and if you're open. Um, but he's also stressed the, the point that if we can get to the lane, you know, our first option is to go to the rim because two things happen. One, you get a basket uh, at point-blank range, or two, you get fouled, get them foul trouble, and we go to the line to free throws, which traditionally this year you're talking about a 70-plus percent protein. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think he knows where that number is. Um, I think it's not, it's easier said than done. Uh, LSU has had their struggles even with some pretty good teams that the years coming to this building. Um, and, and, you know, the flip side of this is most of the time, you tell a team you want to run them off the three point line. Mm-hmm. Florida's holding opponents to 25% from three. Well, LSU, their strength is not three point shooting. So tonight, if you're Florida and Mike White, I got to believe you're saying we got to force them to shoot three. We want them to shoot three, uh, mm. because we don't think they can hit them and we're pretty good defensively. So, um, and we'll wait, as I said, saying the complete opposite. Guys, if it's a great three, then take, pull the target. If not, let's get to the rim. Let's get to the paint. Let's get to the free throw line and let's get out of Gainesville with a victory.
1: It's Chris Blair, voice of the LSU fighting Tigers tonight. Six o'clock. It's the Tigers and Gators, Florida ranked 20th, LSU 12th. Um, Chris, before I let you go, look, before you came to LSU, you spent some time in Georgia and you saw the national championship game, obviously, on Monday. I, look, obviously, when you got guys like Stetson Bennett, who's a Georgia native and the history in that state there as well, though. But, uh, what were your thoughts on seeing somebody other than Alabama win the national championship and now, you know, Georgia bringing, uh, the Natty home?
5: Well, I gotta be honest with you. I mean, I've got a lot of friends having I mean, spent 10 years in Georgia that were. Georgia alums and Mm -hmm. and obviously Georgia fans. So from that standpoint, happy for them. I know what it's like. I know the feeling. I know the excitement and the joy of being a part of a team um, that that wins a national championship. I mean, it's not easy to do. And obviously, forty-one years in the making uh, since their last title. So I was excited for them. Um, And I got to be honest, man, I'm I'm not one of these SEC guys. You know, if if it's not LSU, I'm not excited about anybody winning. Um, and that's just my, that's just the truth. Right. Um, and you know, I thought it was interesting because in my assessment, maybe the worst, uh, Alabama team. And again, a lot of that due to injury. I'm not saying sure. Alabama was a bad team. It was the worst Alabama team maybe in 10, 12, 15 years that was beaten by maybe the best Georgia team ever. Uh, certainly one of the best Georgia teams ever. Uh, but give the Bulldogs credit. I mean, they, they had to play who they had on the field and, and they got the, the victory. So again, happy for Georgia fans. Um, but I'm not going to celebrate whether Alabama or Georgia either won one.
1: <laughs> right. No, I understand totally. I think one of the things that I heard on, on, on Tuesday morning that was interesting to me, I think it was David Pollack right off the top when he was on Mike Greenberg's show. He brought up the fact that out of the last 10 years, three of the last 10 national champions, have come out of the SEC. That's not a surprise. But Chris, it's the team that didn't win the SEC championship, which is nuts when you think about it. Just goes to show you, you know, how tough that is to get out of the SEC championship undefeated and, and you can still win the national championship. And Chris, you see what's happening right now. A&M right now is the number one recruiting class. I love Napier and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what he's going to do at, at Florida. Brian Kelly and the hopes of LSU getting back into that competitive nature. Um, you have Bama, you have Auburn. Like, I could see SEC teams battling in the top four, if not the, the national championship game for a while.
5: No, I don't see anything changing anytime soon. I mean, I, I just really don't. I know sometimes that's not the popular thing to say outside of the Southeast, but that's just the truth of the matter. I don't see the SEC's dominance slowing down anytime soon. All of the points you just illustrated – you can't take your foot off the accelerator, uh at any program, regardless of the success or you know, the failure or lack thereof of success. I mean, it's they're just too good. And, and to be honest with you, to to quote our good friend Greg Sankey, it just means more.
3: There it is.
1: And two teams will battle tonight on the hardwood in the SEC. LSU and Florida. Six o'clock's the voice of the LSU Fighting Tigers, Mr. Chris Blair. As always appreciate the time. Thank you, sir.
5: Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, man. Go Tigers.
1: Have a great call. Quick break, we'll come back, we'll take your phone calls, it's the sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
4: For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, site standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Galvalume, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Galvalume. Buy direct and save, Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse, Highway 1 and Raceland, features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials, Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland.
2: Within days of Hurricane Ida making landfall, Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacies were up and running, providing vital medication to our patients and visitors. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding you the lowest cost available on your medications. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let us review your options with you. Located in Rouse's Supermarket on Highway 3235 in the Rose or at the Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff, we treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. What would you say you do here? Sports. sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Katengal.
1: Welcome back, Sports Hangover. Jordan Kleber, question of the day, sir. We
3: have a few out there. We do. On Twitter.
1: Is it the Raptor one? Did we tweet There's, the Raptor yes, one?
3: There, we did. Do you think? This should be allowed, and maybe I should have worried a little bit more, right. better because yep. the monster said, "Yep, it should be allowed." I re- responded with, "But why it happens in every other?" Did arena. you say
1: should this be allowed to toss the mascot, or did he take I, I, it as should be allowed that the mascot uh, could jump? I yeah, think that's what he, I, that's took, it what it he as. took
3: it as. Yeah. I, Good we, job. We, we went back and forth, and we finally got <laughs> came to the conclusion that that's what he meant. But the
1: official blew
3: it. That, yeah, the yes. official. He blew should be it. fired. He's just the Raptors. Just he doing should his be job. fired.
1: I, I, is that strong? Is that too strong? Should just we should go with fine.
3: I don't think he should be fired. Suspended? That's someone's life How about
1: can, can we suspend him a game?
3: We could suspend him a game. Let's suspend him a game. Maybe
1: hard discipline. Hard discipline? Like what?
3: Like Put him in a crowd right. somewhere? Come up to my office. You know, yeah. Sir, Sir Roger Goodell. I don't know. What I is, think
1: he needs to wear his, his official's shirt, his jersey, and then stand, like, outside an arena during a game and let fans just berate him. That's a little harsh. Is it? Bread him with what? I don't know. Just you know, you stink, you're blind just the just an hour. Well come
0: on, guys. we can't. Come on.
1: I'm a fan of the Raptor. Jimmy, thank you for calling the sports hangover. How are you?
0: Yeah, hey, how's it going? How are you? Hello? Mm-hmm. I'm doing good. No, I, hey look, it was a good win last night. Like your previous caller said, we held on barely. It was a miraculous thirty mm-hmm. foot shot. Uh but yeah, Brandon Ingram's definitely taking the lead. Come on. Jimmy. I, you know, when Zion and Brandon are together on the court or when they were together, it seemed like, you know, they just could not get a rhythm together. Both great players. Obviously, Obviously, Zion is a freak when healthy, but he's never healthy. He hasn't been healthy all this year. Do you think that the fact that we're kind of in the mix, we're at the halfway point of the season just about, mm-hmm. or we are, do you think there's going to be more pressure from the insiders in, in Zion's camp or whatever to – whatever's going on with his health or weight or injuries to just be like, look, dude, come and play the final 20, 30 games, and we'll deal with it afterwards. Because I can't tell if this is a severe injury. I, I don't, as a fan, I don't, uh, we're just in the dark. We don't know if it's like a weight issue that he has not come to grips with. It's like, um, like, what are they saving him for? Is he severely hurt? We, we don't know. It's a major disservice to a few season ticket holders who are left going to those games. And Willie Green's got him playing hard, Gus. He's got him really playing hard. I've, I've really despised previous coaches mm. with this organization from the Hornets to the Pelicans, but I really like Willie Green. Early on, mm. he's, considering this roster, I mean, like who else would have given a second-round rookie that many minutes? Now, at first I was like, man, this looks ridiculous, but it's totally turned out that Herb Jones is a great player. I mean, he he stepped up. I mean, and you look at it, he was a senior. He played 4 years at Alabama, so he had a lot of game time experience. So it seems like it transcends well into his NBA game. But it it's a, it, it's sad that the arena is so empty when they have $2 tickets. Like yesterday they had $2 there tickets on SeatGeek. That yeah. is really really sad. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, look, they they people say, "Well, wait till football's over." Wait, oh, wait, wait till Zion comes back. Well, no, we got Mardi Gras now, okay? So we got, then it's King Cake It's like, there's always an excuse. You know, it's like, it, I'll close with this. We heard Gail Benson come out a few months ago with a contingency plan of some variety for the franchises when she passes away. Okay, unless, uh, unless your producer Jordan there wants to marry Gail and save the franchise she's not married and she has no kids. So okay. oh, oh. there's no real heir to the throne. I mean, yeah. this is a possibility for him. But until then, the contingency plan is, we know this. It seemed pretty clear from what I heard is the Saints are going to be here. There's a Laosha and all this. There's a team that's in place. Mm-hmm. But they're really like uh, ambiguous on the Pelican subject.
1: No, they're not. And on the same interview they're Zurich, not explain that
0: to me. Cause I'm confused. Yeah. I, no, go, I'm going to hang right. up and listen.
1: All right. No problem. Um, I guess YouTube, if not Fox, a probably has at least Zurich did the sit down interview with her. Mm-hmm. And like the first day obviously was the saints succession plan. They're the bigger name in franchise. So that was the, the first night. And then the next night it was the Pelicans and that in that interview with Dennis and Gail Benson, Jimmy, you heard the first time that, yes, we're looking at a new arena, the possibilities and how to go about getting a a new arena.
3: They need a it
1: So If you've heard about them talking about a new arena, that was at that same time, and the succession plan is for both teams that the board and Dennis will find ownership on both teams with contingencies that the sale happens, but they have to keep them in New Orleans. Period. Like, that's that's the stipulation. You want to buy the franchise, they have to stay in New Orleans. Like that it can't get much clearer than that. It's it's in the paperwork. <laughs> it's it's what's been told to Dennis and that's what he's going to do. And he also said at the time that the lease in the Superdome, there's an offer on the table now. He actually wants it longer. The club wants it longer to double make sure and the same would apply i'm sure with the arena but or the new building so jimmy i would even remotely spend five minutes thinking that any of these franchises are going anywhere like for a while a long long time 800 998 um what was the thing? Because we're going to do this probably a little bit tomorrow, too. Tomorrow's going to be eval day, Jordan. Because the, the, the Pals get back in it tomorrow as they take on uh, the Clippers. And I think one one of the things that we can talk about tomorrow here as well is, as Jimmy said, Pelicans are 15 and 26. Right? So, pretty much at the halfway point, getting, getting to that, right? And seeing where you are. So, we can kind of evaluate and kind of look at it and everything. So... We'll see. So no bus
3: no bus tomorrow?
1: No, we aren't doing okay, I'm saying. the entire show tomorrow is like evaluation. So we're evaluating the Saints and putting some players on the bus and then you can kind of look into you know what the Pels are right now. So
3: What do you what do you think they play? Where what do the Pelicans play if they do decide to go with a new arena?
1: I would say I would probably think you'd be like the dome, huh?
3: Do so they just tear it down tear down the the existing arena and then
1: well, no, I, cause my thing is, and, and again, I, I haven't really seen where the plans are. To me, the most obvious is the other parking lot on the other side. The one closest to the parking garage of the old mall and, you know, over by where the Amtrak station is. You have a decent square there to where you would build it to, you know, to its construction, just like they did with the Georgia. I mean, um, the Mercedes-Benz stadium, they build it next, you know, to, um, the other stadium. So, and then it just tore the other stadium down. Same thing. Indianapolis, same thing. The RCA dome was across the street, literally across the street from where Lucas oil film, uh, field is. So you could do that. You could build a brand new arena in construction, right on the other side where your tickets are right now, where the will call is and everything. There's an empty lot there. I mean, to me, it would make sense to still keep it attached and close to the dome and everything it would make sense. Now, you could absolutely, there's another planet I saw that is over by where Mardi Gras World is at the end no, of the convention center. You no. have a, I just think that's more of a traffic nightmare to me. It, it's, it, it already bottlenecks there. If you've ever gone to the West Bank or you're a West Banker and you go to work, you know what I'm talking about. My parents live in the West Bank. I did time in the West Bank there. I lived there and all that. The Chapatulis exit is never not backed up. Ever. At any point in the day. <laughs> ever. Imagine game day. Now I know Poisre's on game, but you can get through, you can get to the dome, Earhart, Carrollton, Claiborne, like, there's, there's a number of ways you can get into around that square area. If you put it over there, right to the right of the, of the bridge, I, I, you want to talk about a bottleneck. You know, now I know it's hoops. So you maybe not have like, it's not like, I know, because originally they wanted to put the new football stadium there. That was one of their locations. The other one was right where um the municipal auditorium is. There's a little footprint over there, a little square area there with the city in the backdrop and all that other stuff. So it's before they started the renovations on the Dome. Anyway, so Jimmy, yes. Uh Yeah, it's, they're, both teams are not going. And I've said this a hundred times. People that have billion dollar franchises don't just sell billion dollar franchises because they don't win you fire people to make sure that they win <laughs> find somebody to make it work this guy can't shoot find me a shooter this guy don't want to be a don't want to be here trade him and get someone I mean like you just don't give up the thing that can get you the money when you're not winning imagine if you win so it's all good but we'll evaluate cuz it is at the midway point of the of the season right um, jordan 15 and 26 Do the math at 41 uh, 82 game season so there you go uh, so we'll we'll give. I know we can do grades tomorrow. We can do something like that. Hour three is now, and when we come back, we'll play tons of sound and take your phone calls. No guests. You are the guests. If you like to chat, Insta Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
6: Welcome to Allstate, where we bring it all together.